not the brightest guy in the room, but he is the cheapest. I love lamp. I love lamp. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. A Pitt professor created an algorithm that predicted that the Patriots will win the Super Bowl. He then went on to say he hopes he's wrong. You know how I know I'm smarter than Pitt people? Because I didn't need a damn algorithm to tell me that the Patriots were going to beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley live from the Grove City Mall from Crowley Radio Row. We don't know where Brian is, and we don't know where the woman who's supposed to pierce my belly button is. So this is not my fault, and if I were Mark Madden, I would throw a hissy fit. But here's what you got to know about me. We're going to make this happen. We're going to make it happen soon, preferably tomorrow, or if she winds up walking through today at any point, we're going to do it. It's not that we don't want to follow through. It's that Brian's dealing with health issues, and this was all on his plate, and now he's gone, and we don't really know what to do because I didn't get any of the information as the backup. Now, that's my fault. The rest of it, well, it's not really Brian's fault, although 40 years of smoking, Brian, really it was your fault. I hope he's okay. Haven't heard from him in five hours. 412-922-2874. Again, I apologize. But I think you'll be fine. Tomorrow at 6, it'll happen. Or the day after, or Monday, or whatever. You know what? In fact, we'll find someone for tomorrow. KDO will find someone. Katie, just come in here and do it with a pen right now. Just come in here with a pen and jab, just stab me in the button. What? All right, probably not the best idea. See, the Pirates made a trade today. They got some guy who's going to pitch out of the bullpen. His last name is Smokey. He throws hard. He strikes people out. The issue is the Pirates will never have a lead and will never need him. Hooray, hurrah! The Pirates are making moves. Meanwhile, money grabber nutting. Just bought another newspaper in West Virginia. F that guy. <laughs> Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Will Graves going to join us in 18 minutes here on the show. For my notes, I wrote these things down. After piercing, what to discuss? Am I in pain? How do I progress from here? Will I ever have intimate relations again? Third question's a good one. Because when I brought this up to my wife... She said, how long do you have to keep it in? I said, two weeks. She said, well, you know it's not happening for the next two weeks. I can't sleep all night. So I imagine that as long as I'm keeping it in, I won't be putting it in. I'm sorry. It was right there. I'm rambling now because I don't have someone piercing my belly button. That's the worst. That I have to keep it in for two weeks afterwards. And now it just gets pushed back. Every freaking time we want to do this, Brian goes missing. Brian went missing on Monday. We were supposed to do it then. Then 
I was sick on Tuesday. I went missing. So we're supposed to do it today. And now Brian's missing again. Right after telling me he had a traumatic health concern that he had to take care of. We should send someone to Brian's house, make sure he's alive. You guys know where he lives? Someone get down there. Or Tom, you can host the rest of the show and I'll go make sure Brian's alive. I'm obviously kidding. I assume he's alive. If he weren't alive, then I wouldn't be joking about it. What happened on Monday was he got a battery of tests done and then went home and fell asleep. And I texted him today. I said, Brian, are you going to be here no matter what? And if you're not here, is the piercer going to be here? And he says, yes. Her name is Elizabeth. She will be there either way. Here's my hypothesis. I'm guessing this woman called Brian. Brian, after having undergone more tests today, was tired, went home, fell asleep, missed a call from the woman who said that she was going to do it. She was trying to finalize the plans, trying to iron out the details, and, well, didn't happen. But now here's something we're going to run into on the show. Every time I tease something, people are going to say, well, is that actually going to happen? Is Crowley actually going to get his belly button pierced? Is Crowley actually going to get waxed? I feel like I've built up enough cred. I dyed my hair. That was a punishment. I got my legs waxed. That was a punishment. I got my chest waxed. That was a punishment for my fantasy football team. Katie slapped me for a, a bet. All these things have happened here on the show. So I feel like I've built up enough street cred now to where I can say, well... This was unfortunate, but it's going to be okay because we're going to get it done. So bear with me, folks. We're up 300% in the ratings, and I don't want that to change. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. As I asked in the first segment, I've been watching a lot of Tom versus Time, I think it's called. And I've started to develop a liking for Tom Brady. I find him to be refreshingly real. I think the same thing about Juju Smith-Schuster. They're on different planets, of course, in terms of their fame, popularity, things like that, career earnings. But I find both of them to be similar in that regard. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's just being him. He's going to ride around on a bike all the damn time. When his bike gets stolen, it's a story that's breaking on every Pittsburgh news channel. He's going to do the cute celebrations. He's going to try to relate. He's going to go to pit games, sit in the student section, go to pirate games. He's going to go to sporting events. That guy gets it. He flips off a Patriots fan in a picture. The Patriots fan was unsuspecting, had his arm around Juju Smith-Schuster. I like that. That's real. That's a young kid being a young kid. I love that. As for Brady, I think there's a lot of that in him, too. Not the youthful exuberance, although sometimes that does poke its way out on Sunday. It's that Brady's real. It's the reason I'm rooting for the Patriots this week. Brady is who he is, and he doesn't hide it. Peyton Manning always kind of did. For as much as I liked Peyton during his career, the more I've thought about it since his career's ended, kind of feel like he's a fraud. Peyton had the issue at Tennessee that wasn't a big deal back in 1998, but the more you think about it, in today's current climate, it is a big deal. Putting his butt, allegedly, on a trainer. Didn't like that. 
But then once Peyton Manning became this rich dude, the center of attention in this country, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and made a bunch of money, he acted like a guy who didn't make a bunch of money. He's in the commercials for trucks and jeans and pizza. That's who Tom Brady isn't and doesn't pretend to be. Peyton Manning, he's like the average Joe, or at least he wants you to think like that, but he's a bajillionaire. Tom Brady, he's in Rolex commercials. Tom Brady's in Rolls Royce commercials. Tom Brady married Giselle. Giselle, before Tom Brady, went out with Leo DiCaprio. He's not exactly afraid to let you know that he's in the upper echelon. He's not exactly afraid to let you know that he thinks that he's the best. He's not exactly afraid to let you know that he lives up here and the rest of y'all living down there. I like real. Tom Brady's real. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. We got our P1 coming out after us now. Braden tweets, I feel like you still didn't go through with enough stuff. When you say something's going to happen, I still doubt it. Hashtag year of excellence, my ass. He's pissed. Braden's really pissed. This is not my fault. Damn it, Brian. We're going to need a body. Brian's going to have to be dead. We're going to have to we're going to have to exhume him and show him to Braden. That's the only way he's going to forgive us. Look, here's the deal. I can only control what I control. I can't make someone come up here and pierce me if I don't have their contact information, which I should have gotten from Brian before he went into the hospital, but I did not imagine Brian was going to be hung up in the hospital this whole time. Or wherever he is. Could be missing. Brayden, give us a call. 412-922-2874. I feel like we got to talk this out, man. Let's go to Ed in Phoenix next up on the show. Hello, Ed. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we got you. What's up, buddy? So, Adam, I wanted to call um, because I listened to you Stan Savern's show this morning. He needs to be Ask Wednesday, which he does every few months. Yeah. Um, I don't listen to him often, but I really like that show. And um, with your hockey knowledge and the great hockey guests you got, um, for guys like me that don't know much about hockey, um, though I love uh, it's entertaining, you know, you know, to listen to you, though I don't know much, it'd be great maybe once every couple months to have an ask day where idiots like me can call in and, and say, can you explain the difference between Russ and Reeves and like I was asking before. It's funny, Ed. Because we were having a conversation off-air about this. And again, transparency being the number one virtue of the Crowley Show, I'm just going to dive right in. And I love Stan. Stan's a mentor of mine, a role model. He's always been incredibly nice. He's a good dude. But I said, is the concept of an Ask Wednesday sort of narcissistic? People call in yeah. for two hours and ask everything about you, and you go on about yourself for a couple of hours. And then it hit me. Did anybody ask a question about me? And then I realized... How narcissistic that thought was right after I had said it was narcissistic that Stan was doing a two-hour show about that. It's interesting radio. It gives people a look behind the curtain. What we try to do on this show all the time is just take you behind the curtain. Like, I'm pissed right now that we can't find Brian, and I'm pissed right now that my belly button's not getting pierced. I'll tell anybody anything they want to know about the Pittsburgh media as long as it's in my realm of knowledge. As for trying to learn more about hockey... 
call up every once in a while, Ed. If you got a question about something in particular, we'll give it to you. We'll feed it to you. We'll feed you the info. We'll help you learn. Okay, so how did Reeves work out there the season one you got from St. Louis? He stinks. Because I remember debate about that. He can't play. He can't play. Okay. And, and the Penguins have gotten a lot better these last handful of games since Ryan Reeves has been out, left out of the lineup and Brian Rust got in. Uh, Brian Rust can okay. skate. Brian Rust can score. Brian Rust can play two-way hockey. And Brian Rust can play more than seven minutes a night. Ryan Reeves can't do any of those things. The only reason he was brought in was to beat the snot out of people, and that doesn't prove to do anything as far as I'm concerned. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Thanks. Thank you. 412-922-2874. Brayden's mad at me. Really, Brayden, don't be mad at me. I'm sure we've got listeners out there right now who are upset that we're not doing the piercing, but don't be mad at me. Be mad at the show. You can be upset. You can be disgruntled. You can be frustrated. I am. But this wasn't my doing. This was an accident. And we still can't find our boss. Katie, have you called Brian? Have you called him, Tom? You haven't talked to him at all? Yeah, you gotta call him. You gotta find out where this guy is. I'm nervous. Up next, Will Graves from the Associated Press. Maybe I get my belly button pierced. Maybe someone calls the show. Maybe this is Brian. Answer. You know what? I'm clicking him through right away. Hey, you're on the Crowley Show. Hey, it's Braden. Oh, Braden, what the hell, man? I don't know. I'm just I'm just messing with you, man. No, you're not. You're upset. And I understand why you're upset, but this is this is a show problem. This isn't just a me problem. I mean, it is kind of your fault. Oh! I mean, you should have asked for the information. That's true. That's fair. But because Brian's hung up in the hospital, I forgive him. See, I was talking to Katie downstairs. We went looking for the piercer because we thought maybe she's downstairs. And Katie and I are walking around the lobby. And I said, I'd want to be mad at Brian, but you can't. Oh, there's no way you can. No. And in fact, this is my fault because I didn't get the damn information beforehand. Shoot! I didn't year even... Year of excellence, I tell you what. Year of excellence, your ass, yes? <laughs> oh, man. Goodbye, Braden. This, this whole year let me down. Georgia, then you? I mean, come on. I know, man. We'll, we'll make this happen, though. And when it does happen, whether it's tomorrow or later on this hour, it'll be worth it. Trust me. All right. Sounds good, man. See you, buddy. That's our P1. Braden, our best listener. Devin's out there somewhere, too. So's Wilson. And they're all wondering, why hasn't this jackass got his belly button pierced? We'll try to find Brian during the break. We got Will Graves coming up next. For better or worse, it's the Crowley Show. This is the Adam Crowley Show. I mean, I cannot believe the kind of nonsense that I am hearing right now. On ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM and 106.3 FM. I'll get pierced when we find Brian. Those are my demands. People who we think kidnap Brian. We are live on the highway. At least it sounds that way. We are live, coming to you from a mall in the tri-state area. It's our own personal radio row. Ed tweets, I'll say my phone was pissed for a half hour because I was waiting on Facebook Live. Everyone's mad at me! We lost our friend and our boss! There's nothing I can do! Except for talk to Will Graves from the Associated Press, who's been drinking all day. Uh, Will, 
Right, would you say you're intoxicated at this point? I actually, unfortunately, I've been limited to one beer because of uh, because of the circumstances outside of my control. So, now, but now, I'm going to try to catch up here in a little bit. Is this one of your get-together with a few members of the Pittsburgh media and day drink while Crowley's on the air? Is that is that your thing that you got going we on right now? Specifically, just so we can taunt you, because you know that we're out here drinking without you. Yeah, pretty much, that's pretty much it. Can I out you? Can I tell everyone where you are so they can come out and beat you up? Uh, we're at Piper's. Go for you, join us. Drinking some uh, expensive beer and talking smack about each other. So who's yeah, all there? Free. Give me the rundown. Tell me who's there. Uh, the great Chris Adamski uh, from the Trib, uh, Dick Klinger, Lauren Kirsten from Ten Live, Jeremy Fowler. ESPN, Chris Mueller, late of uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports. So, you didn't invite any of the DK people. I did not invite them. Okay. Well, maybe they'll show up now. You can call it a subscriber meetup. I got blocked. My and my wife got blocked for reasons that sort of uh, baffle me. So, you know. You got blocked by DK. I did. Yeah. I wonder if I did. Now this is this is fun. Let's see. It's probably a good sign if you got blocked. Know, you know, the thing is, like, there's no digital trail of me, like, talking smack about the guy. I mean, because I haven't. I mean, I, I respect the enterprise. I mean, I think his management skills leave a little bit to be desired, as has been highlighted. But, you know, I don't have anything against him personally. But whatever, it's fine. Will Graves joining me from the Associated Press on the Crowley Show. Uh, tell everyone there I say hello. Try not to cough in the, my ears, please. Right. Just kidding. You, are you feeling okay? You were sick before. I was sick last week. I'm almost out of it. Just in time to go to Korea so I can uh, get hit with the nuclear weapon. So. Why are you going to Korea? I'm covering the Olympics. Okay, that's good. I thought you were going there because you, you wanted to serve your country or something. No. I mean, maybe I might get served. You know. Are you but only the, covering gymnastics? I should not no, I, put the I record. Covered, I do okay. snowboarding during the Winter Olympics. Oh, okay. But I only pop in. Like, I literally download what I need to know for three weeks and I get off the plane when I come back and I forget about it whereas gymnastics unfortunately has become a all-consuming uh, deal unfortunately so I love that I just said are you only going for gymnastics but there are no gymnastics in the winter not Olympics. in the winter Olympics, no. okay very good I'm on top of my stuff I got to bone up on all that Will Graves Associated Press joining me here on the Crowley show soon to be lost in Korea uh, Will Super Bowl week sucks it's my least favorite week all year long. Uh, radio people get the same guests on over and over and over and over again, and they all pretend like they're the only person who got Jerome Bettis or Alvin Kamara oh, uh, right. or whomever it is that they got. Uh, every story is blown completely out of proportion, and then everyone's talking about the game as if we really freaking know what's going to happen in the game anyhow. Last year, people might have picked the Patriots to win, but I doubt that they would have thought they'd be down 28-5 to or 28-3, to whatever it was. So I find the whole week pointless. I hate it. What say you? Uh, I find, at times I find, uh, it sort of distills our industry down to an essence, though, right? I mean, everybody's selling something. Everybody that goes on Radio Row, isn't going on Radio Row, just don't want to talk so much for, to, you know, the Jim and Shark show from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. I mean, like, they have something to sell, and this is the week to sell it, right? Like, the NFL is trying to sell us that this game is like it's a great time to gather around and drink beer and talk smack and it's not you know inherently dangerous and maybe we shouldn't be doing it with throwing that right they're trying to distract us from that well, so, they're doing a pretty darn good job is is this the most american thing ever uh given the state of america today that they have super bowl media day set up in a damn food court at a mall 
Well, I mean, it, it, I, I, this current iteration of America, I, I certainly, you know, it's crass consumerism, right? And, and look, and I get it. There's nothing wrong with it in, in sort of, you know, but just realize that we're all sort of like, this, why are they doing this? They're doing this because the NFL makes a ton of money off of this thing. And broadcast, nap, uh, broadcast networks can charge $5 million for a 30-second commercial, and it's high visibility. But this is a business-making enterprise, and I guess, you know, what's... What's more American than paying, overpaying for Sabaro, a slice of Sabaro at the small food court? So maybe it's some corporate synergy at work. That's my favorite New York pizza. Will Graves joining me <laughs> from the Associated Press, soon to be dead in Korea. Uh, Will, the whole Brady thing earlier on in the week, Brady's kid getting brought into it. What are your thoughts that on that? That was inherently stupid. I mean, that, that, that was, and I guess this guy in, in Boston has a... a uh, a history of saying stupid things. I think when uh, Adam Jones, the outfielder for the Orioles, talked about people in, at, a, at a Red Sox game directing racist taunts to him, this guy was like, oh, it didn't happen. And there were like 80 people that said, oh, yeah, it did happen. So, but, I mean, look, look, if you're a professional athlete and you put yourself out there, I certainly think, and if you want to give people a, a glimpse into your private life, I mean, you're, you're it's not like you stumbled upon Brady's you know, at a park, and saw, hey, I saw Tom Brady and his kids, and Giselle was there, and his daughter was a little pissed, annoying pissant. I mean, you know, Tom put out this thing and said, hey, here's a, my, you know, here's what I want you to see about my life. That being said, you know, if you if you open yourself up to that, you're op- you open yourself up to criticism. But that being said, you shouldn't talk about anybody's kids. I mean, I just as as it's like, I had somebody, some guys on Twitter. Um, a while ago, I, I identified the names of my children in my bio, and they kind of said something about my kids, and my wife just about lost her damn mind, and rightfully so. So, I mean, it was just, you know, I mean, I get your, you know, Adam, you're, you're good at this. There are people in this town, in this country, that are good at, you know, stoking debate and, and having creative conversations, but, like, there are lines, and that's just, sure. it's just way over. I mean, it's just stupid. It's just absolutely stupid. Well, I think that's what's wrong with the business, frankly. Uh, I'm not one of the people who's going to sit here and pretend like I'm feeding you vegetables all day long, but I also don't insult people that way. And I think there's far too much of that that goes on uh, in radio today. And but, I mean, don't you think that because there's so many, because there's so much noise, and what do we all want? Like, we all want to come up with that viral video or say the one thing that people are talking about, right? I mean, that's why there are 85 debate shows on ESPN. That's why there's 10 billion people on Twitter or whatever. We're all trying to, like, say the one thing that people are going to notice. And I think when that happens and you get your, and your job is to make money in that business, and for some people, not you, but, like, this guy in Boston, I mean, they just sort of say things until they get, you know, they, they forgot where the line was, and then it's like, oh, crap, maybe I crossed it. So, sucks. It's a, it's, it's a corrosive, uh, it's, a, it's a corrosive environment. And look, I, I can be just as catty and snarky as the next guy. I'd like to think I'm a, you know, the hooker with a heart of gold. Um, when it comes to that, like I, my intentions are, I, but I say things that I'm sure are stupid. And and, but you just wonder, what are these? I don't know. Now you got me all depressed. I think I should go have another beer. Yeah, that um, always helps. Uh, drink your way out of it, Will. That's what I've always told myself. You know, but it, it's just sort of like I, I wonder, like you try to have one. You sit here and we'll talk smack and we'll will be funny, and then you have the guy from the New York Times on, right? I mean, so you're trying to find, I mean, whereas some guys, these guys in Boston, sports talk shows are there in Boston. Too many? I mean, a billion. 
of doing it. So, but hey, at least we know that this means that Pittsburgh isn't the only place where the radio show that features the quarterback gets an inordinate amount of attention. So. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think Ron Cook would have done if somebody <laughs> on that station would have made it so Ben wouldn't go on the show? <laughs> I think he would have died right there on the spot. Stay healthy. I mean, you know, it, it, would, it would have been compelling radio. That's for damn sure. What do you think about the two guys, the two jackasses fighting on Radio Row this morning? It's about right. It just seems about right. I mean, and I get it. I mean, it's like I said, we're all sort of fighting for a, our, own, our own little slice of whatever the hell this pie is. And, you know, I mean, like, I can come on here and I can run my mouth, but at the end of the day, my bosses pay me to, like, write stories and report things. Your job is to, you know, I mean, there's a guy, there's a guy who has a show on right now that's competing with you, right? Allegedly, and so you've got to, you know, you kind of, kind of fight for your space. These guys, and I guess in some stupid way, were fighting for their space. Is it stupid? Yeah, it's stupid. But it was basically you know, both of them pulling their penises out. Today, right? Well, yes, there is that. Uh, Will, let me ask you this question now, as we turn away from what has become a very serious discussion, and let's make it a lot less serious. Please. And are 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 all those drinking partners of yours? Are they around? Are they close to you right now? Now, I stepped outside. I thought about putting you on speaker, but I, I, there's also, like, a CPL matches going on, and so I didn't want a bunch of Brit to, uh, you know, ruin it for us. Well, so, here's, uh, here's, here's what I want to do, if you're okay with it. If you're not okay with it, then fine, because uh, no means no. But I'm going to ask you a question, and then I want you to go inside, and I want you to pass the phone to each of those individuals, and I want to ask each of them the same question. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see if they want to do it, yeah. Okay, very you know, good. You know, the universe, everybody, we were, I think we were talking about it because I said, hey, I got to do Crowley at 420. Oh, boy. What'd they say? I think they were excited. I think they love you, man. They're kind of, you know. I like all I those guys. It's a, a healthy level of respect, I think, because you sort of, like, you don't have a lot of apps to give, and which kind of fits our M.O. Yeah, I don't I like that about you. I don't think anybody dislikes me. I mean, I'm, I'm just a great, I'm a great guy. <laughs> Major media market star. Uh, uh, all right. Walk back inside. So. Okay, I'm going to ask you the question first, okay? Oh. But Chris Adamski apparently walked out on the cell. So <laughs> tell Buzz if he's listening that he come back here in the O's with money. Buzzsaw, get your ass back in there. Hey, I probably want to ask everybody a question. I want, to so. ask, I want to ask each of them individually, but I want to ask you first. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to ask you first. I'm going to hand it. Um, he's going to ask me, and he's going to, I'll pass it around. Okay. All I need yeah. is a name, all right? Okay. Which person in the media would you like to fight at Radio Row? Uh, Bayless. Bayless. All right. Give it to the next guy. What's up? Who do I got here? Fowler? Dude, no. This is, this is Jacob Klinger of PenLive.com. Oh, hello, Jacob Klinger of PenLive.com. Uh, Jacob, if you could fight one sports media personality at Radio Row, who would it be? If I could fight? Fight. Uh, hmm. Like, like physically? Yeah, fisticuffs, man. I know you're a violent person. Uh, no, I'm not. If I could fight one person. Or like spitting their uh. drink or something. Could I just, like, give him a couple pointers on, like, not useless interviews? Okay, that's fair. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you calling this interview useless? No, not at all. This is informative. This is some good media-on-media-ish. No, I would, I, would, I, would, I, would fix, I would fix the cook and pony Ben Roethlisberger show. Yeah! 
All right, pass Good it on. God Christ. Pa- pass it on down, Klinger. Who we got next? We got my B partner from PenLive.com. All right, B partner from PenLive.com. Which sports? Uh, which sports personality uh, would you want to beat up on Radio Row? Go. Uh, I don't. I, ooh. Hmm. This is working out about as well as I thought it would. Well, yeah, you're asking like people within an industry to fight each other. Yes. Um, that's tricky. I don't want to fight anyone, man. Can we just like? All right, pacifist, fight? pass it along. Give me someone else. Everyone else has said no. You're stuck with me, man. Would you put? Would you put an Amsky on right now? He's. I think he left. He like either walked out on us or he's like back in the bathroom going through something. I don't know. Oh boy, give me Fowler. Put Fowler on the line. Huh? Jeremy? Huh? Yeah. Huh? T- Put Fowler on the line, and I'll, I'll tell him. I'll be nice to him. Yeah, Adam says I'll be nice to you. Yeah, I feel like it's back to the abrogated. Hello? Fowler, hello. What's up, man? Which media personality would you fight at Radio Row? Would I fight on Radio Row? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Can I survey the room? Yeah, you can. You can survey the room. But this is radio, so. I'd go Buzzsaw, uh, Chris Adamski, locally here. Okay. Because he's my height. That's fair. Yeah, you're the you're the only two people who would be able to, to get after each other. All right, give me back to uh, Graves. Thank you. No problem. Could we fight you because you're like you know not fat anymore? That was all. That was all awful radio. Well, yeah, because I just walked in and said, "Hey, random dude wants to you know probably wants to talk to you." Well. Okay, great. We like to we like to bit things out as they happen. We we like to we we kind of like to be bad good if you understand. Well, yeah, I mean, like if you don't have a bad radio every once in a while, how do you know when you have good radio? Damn so. right. Okay, anybody else that I missed? Is Buzzsaw come back yet? Has Chris and Amsky uh, no, paid yeah, for yeah, his bill? He has not come back yet. So Buzz, if you're listening, come back and pay your bill. All right. If anybody on East Carson Street sees a guy who's about six foot twelve wearing a stupid <laughs> hat, that's the guy we're looking for, and he walked out on his tab. Appreciate the time, Graves. Dude, I'll see you. What the the hell was all that? Up next. Well, I got to scratch this off. Reaction to my piercing. How do I progress? Will I ever have intimate relations with my wife again? We got the hottest take of the day. And other crap. Oh, yeah. And now that Tom's here, a new staple in the final segment. Tom's degenerate gambling pick of the day. It's the Crowley Show. Listeners love Adam Crowley. Just between you and me, I believe you're fat, ugly, dumb, and gutless. Just personal opinion. The Adam Crowley Show. When you're done with your program, we can discuss this out in the parking lot. I mean, you're you're a tough guy. On ESPN Pittsburgh. up from the Pittsburgh International Food Court, well, the airport, food court in the airport, my own special Crowley Radio Row, 412-922-2874, tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley, last chance to get in on the conversation today. I'm already tired of Super Bowl week. Wednesday's when things are supposed to pick up, nothing's picked up, nothing's happened. There's a picture right now online of James Harrison wearing Danny Amendola's jersey. And I thought I had a great tweet. You, 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 
You, you, you, you want to hear my joke? I said, holy bleep! Look at what the TB12 regimen did to Danny Amendola! <laughs> no retweets, no likes, no nothing. Another reason to hate freaking Super Bowl week. I don't know what to tell you when it comes to the game. Of course I think the Patriots are going to win. They're better. They've got Tom Brady. They never freaking lose. The two times they lost, they lost to Tom Coughlin, who's going to wind up in the Hall of Fame. They just beat Tom Coughlin now on the way to win this game. So I think New England's going to win, but if they lost, I mean, am I going to be all that surprised? No. Last year, all we heard, well, the Falcons have to do this to win. The Patriots have to do this to win. These are the three things that need to happen. Almost always, one of the things that pops up is you need to have a fast start. Well, New England didn't have to. Why? Because they didn't have a fast start. They still won a game. In fact, they had the slowest start in Super Bowl history, and they came back to win anyhow. We can all predict, but all it is is a prediction. We're not prognosticators insofar as we're not going to say what's going to happen. We're going to say what we think is going to happen, and none of us really freaking know. Everyone around the country today and tomorrow and Friday is trying to predict the Super Bowl. They're trying to look at it differently, but they're all trying to tell you why they think their team's going to win. And we're not going to do that here because it's stupid and boring. Tomorrow on the show, Tim Benz will be joining us from Los Angeles. He's our TMZ insider for the week. And then we got my buddy Wes Euler coming back again. He's entertaining. He's in Philadelphia. We can talk about the Eagles without actually having to talk about the Eagles. Not the band, the football team. It's now time for the hottest take of the day. Ready, Joe? It's time for the hottest take of the day. Day, day, day. As much as I love Tom, I miss those people right now. More specifically, Brian. Like I can get, I can be okay with Joe not being here. Where the hell are you, Brian? Here's my hot take. Do you really hate politics in sports? Most people say they do. Most people say, eh, I just want my sports to be sports. I just want to watch the game. But I beg to differ. I think all y'all are full of... I think all y'all are full of bleep. I feel it's BS. Because last night at the State of the Union, your leader, your president... Donald Trump used the State of the Union to attack black athletes that stand up to racism. And man, were you rednecks bowing down to that guy. Thanks, Donald, for saying what we can't say or what no one hears us saying. You really had our back. Yeah, Trump was going out there and he was rallying his base up. But all those people are the people who say we don't like our politics and sports. Donald Trump just took his biggest political speech of the year, the biggest political speech he'll give probably in his four years. Well, he'll give one every four years, I suppose. The biggest speech every year he just used to admonish black athletes who are kneeling down for what they believe in. And everyone praising him says, oh, we don't want politics in sports. That is interjecting politics directly into the heart of sports, something he's already done. So don't pretend like you don't want it there. 
Admit that you only want your ideals reflected. Admit that you only want your sensibilities to be retweeted. Because that's what it is. If people stand for the national anthem and they put their hands over their hearts, you say, yeah, you're the best. But when you kneel, oh, no, F you. Then when somebody says, F you kneelers, you say, oh, you're the best, even though it's the same platform. You sound like an effing hypocrite. So don't ever say to me that you don't want politics and sports. Be honest. Tell me what's actually true. You want your politics and sports, and that's it. That's the hottest take of the day. I got it. That was the hottest take of the day. Day, day, day. My wife just texted me and said, so what happened with the piercing? I said it was a disaster. I'll tell you when we get home. And her response was, wait, did it happen or not? Good point by her. I hope she's on her way home right now and she can hear me saying this because, no, the piercing did not happen. We cannot locate Brian. Brian did this on Monday. Brian was supposed to set up the piercing. We now don't have the contact information for the person piercing us. Piercing me, I suppose, is more accurate. Nobody else is getting piercing, pierced. And so it didn't happen. Her worry was that it went grotesquely wrong. Like they pierced an organ or something. And that's not what happened. We'll try to get the piercer tomorrow. But hopefully we find Brian first. It's now time for other crap. Woo! Other crap. ESPN's coverage of Trey Young, in my opinion, is going to turn people off of Trey Young. They're going to make that guy the next Tebow. People hate Tebow, and why? I don't know. Except for the fact that ESPN shoved him down our throats. Hmm. How about that visual? For three years. Trey Young's a hell of a player, and he seems like a nice kid. And people are going to hate him because all ESPN does is show his highlights 24-7. It's the same thing that happened at Tebow. And I'm worried about it because I think he's a good dude. And Tebow's a good guy. I was watching Fixer Upper with my wife last night because that's what you do when you're married. You get domesticated, and you watch other people fix up their houses because your house is too crummy to fix up. And Tip Tebow donates all this money to a family with two disabled boys. He's a great guy. He's like the nicest athlete who's ever lived. Ever. Sorry, Mark andre Fleury fans. And yet everyone hates him because ESPN shoved him down our throat. I'm afraid that that's going to happen with Trey Young. More other crap. Woo! Other crap. Juju Smith-Schuster should not be ripped for flying the bird at a Patriots fan. It was cute. It was in line with his character. And it gets Pittsburgh fans fired up. Juju knows what he's doing. Juju wants to fire up Steelers fans. Juju's running for mayor. Give him a couple of years. I don't know if he's old enough yet, but when he's old enough, he's running for mayor. He's going to pick games. He's going to Penn's games. He's losing his bike, and then he's putting it out there on social. He's doing all the great young hip celebrations. This guy gets it. Don't change. Don't let the criticism that comes from others, Juju, in this market make you change. More other crap. Woo! Other crap. According to Hawaii authorities, 
the employee who sent erroneous missile alert, that dude, he had 10 years of performance issues and had confused real world and practice drills twice before. How the hell was that guy still employed? If you don't know what I'm referring to, a couple of weeks ago, somebody sent out a mass text to everyone in Hawaii that there was a missile on its way. It caused pandemonium. Nobody died. Luckily, this dude should have been fired, and it's hilarious to me that this was a government official. More other crap. Woo! Other crap. The Big 12 has oh, proposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to the NCAA a rule that would let players transfer when a coach leaves or gets fired. I like this. I'm not for players leaving all the time. As much as I think college is cruel and college sports is cruel and it's injustice and it's awful on some levels, I also think that it brings in a lot of money for the universities so you can't bastardize the entire process. So I don't want to see players be able to transfer whenever the bleep they want. But if a coach leaves, you should be allowed to transfer. Now, hopefully, you can't transfer to where that coach goes, because that would kind of suck. But let the player transfer if the coach leaves, because the coach is allowed to leave no matter what. Last other crap of the day. Woo! Other crap. A group of Florida investors oh, yeah, wants to bring yeah. the NBA to Pittsburgh. And, baby, I am all kinds on board for that. LeBron, come to Pittsburgh, baby, and rip the hearts out of all of Cleveland for the second time. Quickly now, Tom, it's time for your degenerate gambling pick of the day, which we have no imaging for. No imaging for. Uh, huge Brad Stevens fan, so we're going to take Butler plus two at Marquette tonight. Marquette played Villanova really tough the other day. Yeah, and they're about to get crushed by Butler. I'll take your word for it. You were one and two thus far on the season, yes? Yeah, but you didn't let me pick the past couple days, and I won those. So. Well, you weren't here. Okay, kind of like Brian. Everyone's freaking letting me down now. No Joe, he left me. Brian, God knows where he is. Probably getting it on with someone in a dumpster right now. Probably the chicken was going to pierce my belly button. And now Tom let me down. We'll see you tomorrow. Wes Euler joining me to talk about Philly. And we got Tim Benz live from Los Angeles. It's Crowley Show. And maybe I'm going to get pierced. God only knows.